Jay. And I'm Adam, and you're listening to Showgaze, a movie musical podcast. We're a One Jersey boy and a music man who left One the chorus line in Chicago and are listening to the sound of music goals to help pay the rent for your pleasure. The Wizard of Oz. Wait, why did you have the Wizard of Oz? I needed a button, a bat. I needed a ballad, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Can you just button it, please? This is showcase. Broadway. Okay, guys, so let me, let's just, let's just. Can we just preface this? Let's just preface the shenanigans that's happening right now. Literally shenanigans. We are recording in the car. car. We're recording in the car because we're driving to the airport. Because Because we are going on vacation, mom. We're going on vacation to beautiful, scenic South Bend, Indiana. Woo! The yes, God, Tootsa! Which means we literally had to record this right now yeah. on our way to the airport. Yep. We watched Jersey Boys last night. That was the one that picked. Yep. That was picked. No one wanted to watch Woo! Rock of Ages. That's I fine. I won. I won. What? That's fine. But yeah, so we're gonna try and get this. <laughs> it's gonna be a shit show. But we're gonna oh try to God. keep it unedited. We're gonna give you raw and unedited and uncensored, unfiltered, unfiltered oh unhinged. Who, girl? You gonna get it all today? Are you just gonna take the four, or are you gonna go on the toll? It's the same for me. Does it go all the way? The toll. I was gonna take the four, but does the that toll one go all the way? Yes. Because if it does, I'll just take that. Yes. So Adam, tell us about Jersey Boys. Okay. You, since you know more about Jersey Boys than I do. Um, so Jersey Boys was the musical that won Best Musical in like 2006. Oh, I cool. want to say. Um, oh, so it's a fairly recent. Yeah. Show. Okay. It was like produced by Bob Gaudio and um, Frankie Valli. And Frankie Valli. Who are two members? Well, I would say the protagonists of the show. Yeah. As opposed to the antagonists. Um, so, yeah, so it's about Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, about their, like, how they started, their rise to fame, what happened, blah, blah, blah. It's your classic, like, biopic situation. Is that what you, is yeah. that a biopic? Yeah. Um, yeah, let's take 417 all the way up north. Okay, perfect. Okay, so, so yeah, it's fine. Um, I saw it in Chicago, and it's literally just, like, it's not even, a, like, a, I mean, it is obviously a musical, but it's, like, a concert. Like, it's, like, it's, like, because Mamma Mia, okay, here's the difference. Mamma Mia's, like, they fit the, they, they fit make a, a story, story around songs. Yeah. 
This one is straight True up like jukebox. I am performing the song. Hello, here we go. I'm on a stage. I'm performing. I'm Frankie Valley. It's very that. It's um it if if you've ever seen Million Dollar Quartet, it's exactly the same thing. But I thought Million Dollar Quartet because it's based on one specific event, but it's oh. Oh, it's one specific event. It's in that picture where all four of them like happened to be in the studio at the same time or whatever, and they just jammed for the day or whatever. Oh. But wasn't Elvis there? Yeah, it was Elvis. It was Elvis, Tommy Lee Jones. No, Tommy something. I don't know. Tommy Lee Gifford. Sure. Kathy's brother. Husband. Ex. He died. Tommy Lee Gifford? I'm making a Kathy Lee Gifford joke. Isn't that Kathy Gifford's, like, dead husband? I don't know. Oh, whatever. I don't anyway. think so. I don't think it would be Tommy Lee Gifford. That sounds stupid. Uh, do you know when the movie... If it was, I'm very sorry. Do you know when the movie came out? Um, the movie was last year, last June. June 2014. Mm -hmm. Directed by Clint Eastwood. Yes. He cast all the stars from Broadway. Like... They're all the ones who had done the role on stage. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Um, I know for sure that Bob, the guy who played Bob and the guy who played Frankie, that they were the original. Yeah, because the guy that played Frank, Frankie won the Tony. Yep. When he did it. And he's great. He's probably the best of the four. Yeah. Clint Eastwood directed it. Um... So yeah, with Clint directing it, it's definitely more... I don't think Clint's ever... Has Clint ever directed a, a musical? Mus a movie musical? No, no, I don't think so. That's the thing. It's... It was not framed as your typical movie musical. How do I get to 417? Just take this all the way. If oh, you the go road? straight, yeah. Oh, okay. It goes into it. Oh. I've got Center Boulevard? Yep. Oh. I mean... It doesn't matter. No one cares. Um, yeah, it's not structured like a normal movie musical. It's very much like we're looking at a biopic movie. And then they, and then they are sing doing the song. Because they're sing like because it's about them singing and performing. Right. So they kind of just like weave in the music because they're like actually performing it as part of the story. I wanna say, because I looked it up, I don't have the actual number. Oh, thank you. I don't have the actual number, but I believe that the budget was like 20 million, and then they have box office was like 40 million. Yeah. So they did well. They did fine. I mean, it it was it wasn't like a. Was that a limited? Hit, I think it was a. Was it a limited release? I think it movie? was a limited release. So they did. I mean, 40 million on a limited release is really. Good. Thank you. I know. Uh, what is your personal connection with the boys of Jersey? I, it never dawned on me that they're from New Jersey. I thought they were New Yorkers. I don't know why. I think I just equate Italians from like the, the 50s to New York. That's funny. Um, I, I'm also going to eat a breakfast sandwich at the same time. So YOLO. We I'm are going to drink such, my ice macchiato. We're professionals. I hope you love this podcast, guys. Please rate, review, and subscribe, yeah, subscribe on iTunes. Um, I don't know. I saw it in Chicago. My mom lost her mind when she saw it. 
because, I mean, it's literally, like, for that age group, like, it's, like, it's, like, going home again. You know what I mean? Um, which is what we're doing right now. Um, but it's, yeah, it's very, like, comforting, I guess, is the word I want to use, or, yeah, very that. Um, in high school, we sang Sherry. I like the music a lot. The music's great. It's classic. Yeah, my only background with the show was that in high school, my men's choir sang Sherry. That's it. I have a friend who doesn't like Jersey Boys because the Tonys keep bringing them back every year yeah. to do something. And it's like, alright guys, we get it. We get it. We They're get great. that this is the age group that you are specifically trying to reach with the Tonys anyway. Yeah. So we get it. But like, slow your roll. Yeah. That was 2006. I think. Or maybe it was like early. No, I think it's it was funny because like, I think Million Dollar Quartet in Chicago has been playing for like 28 years. <laughs> because Million Quartet has been literally going on for Because the same people keep watching it. It's the same like older generation that it, will like keep it watching like, it every Is it like week. Red Hat Society where they wear purple and they have their little red hats? Sure. Do you know what I'm talking no. about? No. Oh my god. Agent Carter? No. Yes. Peggy Carter? Peggy Carter. No, it's like a group of old, it's like a old women's thing. Like it's uh, a okay. old women's like And they all watch the group. theater together? But I don't know if I don't know if it's still as popular as it was like mid to mid early 2000s. Yeah. It was like, like every time we performed with the Civic, there was like every matinee, it was literally just looking out at a sea of red hats mm -hmm. and white hair. And I was like, uh. I think though that if this movie came out when I was in high school, I would be all about it. Because I was like, I don't know guys that sing high. high. And that was why I super got If I saw it on high school, in high school, I would have been like, oh, okay, like, I can, like, still be considered, like, a masculine male singer, but, like, have a high voice. Well, I don't know if he's specifically reaching out to you and saying that, but... <laughs> That's um, exactly what he's trying to tell me. <laughs> this is for you, RJ. <laughs> Great. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's why I really liked it when I first got into it. Because I was like, oh, yes. Adam and I had the discussion that if we did this show in college, I would play Frankie. And Adam have, would play Bob. Oh my God. And yeah. then he was like, RJ, you're Asian. And I was like, well, if we were in our specific situation in school, in college, with our specific talent pool, I would have played Frankie. Mm-hmm. First of all, no one can sing as high as me. <laughs> or no one did. So... That would have been my big break. Oh, okay. They should have done an all-Asian cast of... Oh my god. <laughs> Shelly! Shelly, baby! That's incredibly racist. Well, How dare you? You literally set the joke up for me, RJ. Okay. Do you want to go through the movie? So, sure. let, let me again preface this because we've already been doing so great since we started. Yeah, okay. We watched this movie last night at like 12.30. Uh, like we, 12.15. We, we started at like 11. 
And it was a two-hour movie. We went to bed at like 1.30. So, two-hour and 15-minute movie. This is like straight, like hot off the press. Am I going the right way? Yes. Am I going north? Yes. It goes this way and then north. Okay. Um, so like, this is like fresh off of our memory. Like, we slept for like six hours and then now we're doing And then we packed. We packed. And now we're doing this. Now we're doing this. So hopefully we get all the details right. So... I didn't see the beginning because I was making food. You was making macaroni and cheese? I was making macaroni and cheese. Because the ta- Italians, macaroni. Yeah. And I put in some sausage in it. Sausage. Sausage. Alright, do you want me to start this? Because I'm Jay-Z. the only person who watched this movie. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Okay, so it starts and uh, you have Tommy DeVito, who's the like lead guitarist. Of the four, the well, they they, they change their name. They keep changing names. Yeah. So I I don't remember what it was at first. Um. So. Um, he starts off and he's like, "Hand the God, blah blah blah." That's his favorite line. Hand the God, hand the God. Um, and he talks about how all you need is like a little luck and you'll get through life. Uh, then you go into... Because he's a hustler. He's a hustler. And then it goes into this, like, barbershop scene. And Christopher Walken is getting his... A shave barber done. cut. Bar- barbered. He's being barbered. He's getting a... One barber, please. Uh, I will take a one barber with, an, with a glass of alcohol, please. Thank you. Um... So he's getting a shave. And he's a mob boss, right? He's a mob boss, yeah. And I forget his character name. So we're just literally only going to refer to him as Christopher Walken. Yep. So he's getting a shave from Francis Castelluccio. Francis. Frankie. He's got such a nice voice. Luccio. He's 16 years old. Frankie. Hello. You're 16. And your voice... Is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Um, so he's getting a shave. Tommy comes in. It's all kind of just like disjointed, really. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. They're kind of just introducing the main players in the situation. So. Yeah, I feel like the general theme of the movie is that like memories just kind of like fading in and out. Fading in and but out. But it's very it's like it's told chronologically. Yeah. Well except for that one part where they go, this happened, but it started earlier than this. Uh, and then they go two years ago and then it catches back up. I completely Which I'm like, forgot about it. Oh Yeah, please. I remember now. It was annoying. So anyway, so they're kind of just introducing the characters. So you meet Vinny um, not Vinny. I just literally chose the most Italian name I could think of. Frankie. <laughs> Vinny, Uncle Vito. <laughs> Tommy. Tommy. Um, so you meet Frankie, and then you meet Nick. Tommy, and then you meet Nikki. Um, and Nikki and Tommy are in a group already. Um, and they perform at, like, this club on nights. And one night they bring up Frankie so that he can sing because they know he's a good singer. So they have him sing. And he sings. 
really high song. Yeah. Let me look up the long list. Yeah, look up the song list. Um, so he sings this song, and he's really into this redhead girl in the audience. And then they steal a safe from a bank. Oh my god, this is the worst podcast. <laughs> they go basically like it's it's he, Tommy's clearly a bad person. Like he's, he's he's like involved with the mob. He's involved with the mob. He does like petty thieveries. Yeah, and, and so Frankie is sixteen and impressionable, and Tommy takes him under his wing. So then he's like the lookout. But they keep yep. looking out for Frankie because he has this great voice and he's so, like, he's so... You get the feeling that, like, everybody wants Frankie to do well because Frankie's, like, so innocent. Not yeah. innocent, but, like, he just has such a he good... He has so much talent and so much... He has so much talent and so he can go so far yeah, with it, exactly. blah, blah, blah. So anytime, like, the police catch him, they're always like, shouldn't you... Isn't your curfew 11 or something like that? Yeah, they, they pretty much, like always keep letting him go yeah and arresting well, whoever for, else yeah so first it was Tommy who was arrested for like S- stealing something yeah six months and then as soon as he gets out Nikki gets arrested he gets arrested because he breaks in somewhere he was into the church he breaks into a church while he was under parole yeah so that's just all bad um Nikki is sorry Nikki is the bass guitarist yeah of the group He's also the bass. He's the bass. <laughs> um, yeah? Yeah. So then they get out. So blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. They, they, go, in, they, they go form their th- trio. They form the trio, and they're called the Lovers. Yeah. And then... So uh, so Frankie starts getting a little bit more famous in the, like, no, the local scene. No, 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 scene. no, no, no. No, we meet Maria before we meet Bob. Oh, her name is Maria? Maria Delgado. Yeah. So Lucio Pizza. So he gets a little bit more famous. Like, well, not famous, but he gets he gets well-known in his, like, local... Neighborhood. Neighborhood. Um, attracts the eye of this girl named Maria. Maria Castel- Del- Delgado. Delgado. And she's she a... She's a firecracker. She is a like, whippersnapper. She's the most Jersey girl oh my you God. will ever meet. Literally. Like, she is Jersey. Tough Italian broad from Jersey. She's Jersey Shore before Jersey Shore, but yeah. not trashy. Not trashy like, Jersey Shore. Like, her I dress, could kill you, Jersey Shore. Oh my God, Shore. she's so cute. Yeah. So basically, she takes his manhood. <laughs> yep. And then ma- gets married. And then literally, okay. So they meet. She goes, "Do you have a ni- do you have a nickel?" Do you have a nickel? He goes, "Yeah, why?" She goes, "You're gonna want to call your mother because you're gonna be home late tonight." So, aka, they're gonna. Da-da-da. So, they go up, and literally the next scene is them walking out of their wedding. Yeah. And RJ was like, "This is like two years later, right?" And I was like, "No, this is like the '50s. Like, this was like a time where you were engaged for three months and." Bada bing, bada boom, you're yeah. pregnant and, and, and married. So they're married now. And you have a 401k. Yeah. The end. Like, now, because he's married, like, they want to get more serious. And, like, we need, like, we want to be a successful group now. Because, like, we want... I don't know if they started talking about rec- uh, having a record 
now or they're just trying to like we just need to be like a legit song group because because this is when Tommy's like we need a fourth because there's no trio that like that's not a thing trios are out quartets are are in yeah so well what happens before uh, Frankie is driving um these two guys and they're going to a place and they get in an argument, and the one guy shoots the other guy in the head. But, haha, it's a bit. Haha. But Frankie thinks it's real. So they try to hustle him, saying, hey. You owe us $25,000 yeah. so that we can get rid of the body. Or else we'll say that you did it. So he turns to Tommy, and this is kind of where Tommy, like, comes back into his life, I would say. Because yeah. there was a period where he wasn't. Because he, like, got married and then blah, blah, blah. So then Tommy came back into his life and got him out of the situation. And then they were all together again. Blah, blah, bada, bing, bada, boom. Um, Then you go... Then they go... Then you meet Joe Pesci. Joey. Who... Who's, like, one of Tommy's boys from, like, the neighborhood, but... He's, he's like, oh, I know a guy. I know this, like, fourth... I know a guy that could be your fourth guy. He, like, writes songs all the time. Oh, uh, you hear this song or playing on the radio? Who wears short shorts? He did that. He wrote that. He, he, stuff just comes out of his head. Like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So Tommy's like, fine, we'll give him a listen. So he comes over and it's like, oh, hello. Um, my name is Bob God. What is well, he listens to Frankie first. Yeah. And here's Frankie's voice and he's like solidly Yes. I have to write for this voice. I have to write for this voice, yeah. He um, was singing I'm in the moon for love Was it? It was Moody's mood for love. There I go, there I go, there I go yeah, okay. Yeah. So he's like, so okay, cool, he, yeah, I'm into voice. it. We also have to finish this by the time we get to the airport, so yeah. we're, like, rushing. <laughs> um, we, have, we have enough to do. So, what happens then? So, yeah, he... Oh, so then they go, they go bring him up on stage... And they go, okay, well, let's hear what you've got. So he brings up this song, and which song is it? It's not Sherry yet. No, Because that's the um, first one they, once he's in. Can Cry For Me? That's what it says. Yes. How's that go? Um, Don't go, baby. I just remember Frankie's part. I cried for you. Cry for me. No, no, I don't love you anymore. Cry for me. Well, you had your fun. Cause now I'm leaving 
that one. So they're into it. They're all into it. Tommy wasn't at first, but he's like, ah, he's good. Yeah, well, then, okay, so he's like, okay, so we'll we'll bring you into the group. We'll hire you or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, no, if I'm going into this group, I, I want to be, be, be an equal partner. I want my own share. I want 25%, blah, blah, blah. And for and Tommy, who's like the businessman of the group, is like, no, no. And then Frankie's like, okay, you want to say no? He's the one who's going to get us somewhere. Fine, I'm going to leave the group. And so then he's like, fine, fine. We're going to have him then. And when it all goes to shit, it'll, you won't oh, come dear. crying to me about it. Yeah. So let's just quickly break down the four. Okay. So Tommy is the founding member because he he was there before even before it was this four yeah um right now they're called the four lovers yeah um and he's the hustler he's the one making the deals he's the one definitely in the mob he's the one yeah he's the one he is the connections to the mob to christopher walken um, Frankie is the lead singer. He is the most impressionable. He is like the voice and the face of the whole thing. Nick, the bass, he's still there. He's like, just. He's like, the Ringo. He's the Ringo, yep. And then now Bob, who is the, 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 songwriter, the songwriter, the piano player, and. He's the more straight laced. The moral compass. He's, yeah, he's the moral compass, straight laced. He's like. He's I'm from a the virgin. suburbs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really have an accent. Like, it's yeah. a little one. Yep. Yes. So that's the four. So that's, that's the, four the fours. Line. The end. Okay. So they're like, okay, now we're going to make some demos and we're going to send them out. Yep. So they send out these demos. Nobody's picking them up. They try. They go to the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Because Joe Pesci's like, I can get you into the bowling alley. You can sing for the bowling alley. And sing for the bowling alley. And then the guy who owns the bowling alley is like, "Oh, I remember you, Tommy. You you tried to you walked out on out on a bill no, like last was, year. He, he was betting on pins. Oh, right, he was betting. He was like, "Oh, I don't like you. Get out." So, so they literally got kicked out of the bowling alley. But they were like, "No, this is a sign. We need to like blah blah blah. Like this means better things. Don't worry." But we need a new name, because Four Lovers doesn't count. Like, doesn't... Like, it doesn't sound good. Or whatever. And then they look up, and they see that the marquee of the bowling alley finally lit up, like, fully. Because it was, like, broken. Yeah. So it finally lit up fully. And it was the Four Seasons. The Four Seasons Lanes. Lanes. So, so they're was, gonna like, go with the Four Seasons. There it is. That's our name. So then they do a record contract with... Um, crew is that his name? Crew? Bob Crew. Bob Crew, who is the gayest, the gayest man, man. in America. He is. Guys, little... you thought Paul Lynn was a flamer? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's shocking. It's funny because like this, this character was portrayed so flamboyant, but I just couldn't help being like, guys really thought like people really thought this was just how guys acted, or well, I mean, I knew. They it's knew not that there they, was they, they just different. thought that they were like queer and yeah. queer isn't like weird. weird. Not like, like they're like, oh, like, you know, they're they're a, they're a funny guy. Yeah. Oh, they're crazy. 
But it's like, like, no, they are... Theatrical. Yeah. It's like, no, this man is straight up He likes ding-a-lings in places most people don't. Most people, yeah, exactly. But he does. So, you meet Bob. Bob signs on this record deal, but they don't read the fine print, and they... Realize that they signed up as backup, backup singers, singers for a year. For like a year, yeah, in his studios. So, so he, they did the like shenanigans where they like outsung the lead singers. Yeah. Or stupid stuff like that. And they're like, oh, sorry, Bob. Sorry, crew. <laughs> Fine, you can do it, but I need $3,500, you have to pay for it. Yep. And I need a hit song. And he's like, we've written you 10 songs. And he's like, but they're not hits. You've written songs, you haven't written hits. So, they send Bob, Bob goes home, he spends like three days just like writing song after yep. song after song, because he needs to come up with four songs yes. for to showcase. And then Tommy um, needs to try to cough up thirty five. So he goes to a loan shark. I don't remember his name. Norm. Norm? Sure. He's bald. His name is Norm. He's bald. They meet, like, like on a pier. or something. No, it's probably, like, Atlantic City or something. Yeah. Um, So they meet. He gives them $3,500. And then you find out that he's now, with this $3,500, he's now... No, I think he ends up borrowing five from him. Yeah. He borrows 5000 and so now he's 16000 in the hole. How? 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 Yeah. How? This is $1960. Like, 20 bucks gets you, like... A car. <laughs> a car, yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. So he's 16000 Just remember that for later. Blah, 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 blah. So they go, and they're going to call crew and sing him the songs on the phone. Yeah. Bob finally comes back, and he's like, here, I, I have a song. He was late, but he finally has a song. And he's like, it's a fifth one. I just wrote it on the bus. It's going to be our hit. And they're like, uh, or Tommy's like, no, no, I don't want to do this one because we it's haven't so practiced. It's so disrespectful. Blah, 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 blah yeah. And Frankie's like, just go with it, just go with it. So they get crew on the phone, they're like, sorry we're late, just listen to this. And they start singing Sherry. And bada bing bada boom. That's it. They're on American <laughs>
that's their hit. It catapults them to stardom. And then they do, like, a montage of, like, the next three hits. Because after Sherry, they had, like, the two songs. That... Big girls don't And then they cry. kind of, like, showed, like, how it came up. So, like, uh, Bob Crew was watching some gay movie. Like, yes. I don't remember what it was. And then this, this woman gets slapped in the movie. And it was like, oh, now she's going to cry. And then she's like, no, big girls don't cry. And then Bob's like, <gasps> and then that's another next song. song, another hit. And then after that, he like is reading. He's doing another song, um, and he's like, it's called "Walk Like a Man." And then Tommy was like, "What do you mean, like instead of like walking like a girl? Like I don't get it." And he's like, "No, like walk like a man. Like time to grow up. Stop being a boy. It's time to be a man." He's like, "So instead of being a boy, you gotta be a girl. Like what is this?" Tommy's just like, "Nah." He's being stupid and ignorant and just, uh, <laughs> pissing me off. He's slowly, like, rotting this band <laughs> because every day they get more and more in debt because he refuses to pay for it because he's like, no, 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 no. we got to wait till the big payoff to pay it off or whatever. Yeah. Why am I kept? Ah! So they do live so they... audio, guys. Yep. So they're doing Walk Like a Man. Walk Like a Man. But then, okay, so during Walk Like a Man, they were, they were, it was like a montage of them, like, all celebrating in a hotel room, and it was Christmas, I'm assuming it was late December, back in 63, Uh um, and then, uh, Bob is like, yeah, Bob, what's his face? Gaudio. Gaudio. He's like, oh, okay, well, you know, since I'm a virgin, I'm going to sit alone in, in the in hotel this, room. In this bedroom and watch TV. In this TV. bedroom and watch TV. And Tommy they was like, like no, alluding no. to that he's, like, gay. Did you notice that? I mean, Because when first... Bob Crew met him, he was like, oh. Yeah. But Bob Gaudio. Yeah, he was all over him. Like, and oh, then they were him. watching the gay movie together, and then later yeah. he was watching another movie that seemed not gay. I mean, not yeah. gay, but, like. Yeah. I don't know what Clint Eastwood was trying to say. I think he was trying to say that, like, yeah, as soon as he... Okay, so let me go on with this moment. So Tommy comes into his bedroom and he's like, hey, it's Christmas. I got you a present. It's a prostitute. And so the prostitute's like, I'm your Christmas present. Just enjoy it. Whatever. So they have sex. And then they open the door. And everyone in the party's like, yay! And the prostitute and... And um, and Bob Gaudio are in there, and he's about to smoke a cigarette, and he's like, all of a sudden grows the thickest Italian accent, and it's like, oh, it is. You're right. It's someone. better with someone else. <laughs> like this, like because he got laid, he all of a sudden became straight. Yeah. And Italian. <laughs> so thanks, Clint. But in the show, this is what they. This is what makes him write a what a night. Mm-hmm. Is that right? But they don't do that here. They use Walk Like a Man. And then... Yeah, right after this, because that night with the prostitute is his inspiration for the song of What a Night. Yeah. And then... But they don't even showcase it. And I would say that's probably the most famous song. Yeah. And then the next time, they actually use the song for the credits at the end. They yeah. sing it for the credits. Yeah. But that's it. It's weird. Yeah. It was just like a weird, like... Why decision. Not? Yeah, exactly. Like you put in so much other crap. Like, yeah. Why not so, put in like a three-minute song? 
weird. So there's that. They're like achieving success. Um, I don't know what happens after this. <laughs> they just get more and more in the hole. I'm assuming, right? And then they get in trouble now. They're starting to get in trouble. They go touring. CGI screen. Yep, they go on tour. There's the scene where they're all driving in convertibles oh on the God. open roads. Oh my but God. then they they do the close-up shot of them in the car, and it is clearly CGI. Like, you can it's clearly the, tell it's a green screen in the it's back. It's the worst green screen effect you know I why? have ever seen because in my life. Because I it was a convertible. Yeah, it was a convertible. Because the car and the convertible and the actors weren't lit no. Correctly? No. They were like darker, so yes. they so they were they were in the dark. It was like the sunniest day. And then the screen in the was bright. Yeah. And then they were like in a room. In a clearly in a room in a studio. So it was so bizarre. Clint missed the memo on that. It looked so bad. Yeah. I would just cut the scene. It wasn't even a vital scene. Yeah. It was just them showing that they're on the road. And while they're on the road, they're, like, getting more and more in trouble because Tommy... They get arrested in Ohio. Yeah, they get arrested. Uh, Tommy is just, like, getting more and more in debt. I don't know where that ends. This is when I was starting to fall asleep. Sorry. It was one in the morning. That's why I ate my sandwich when I did. Because I knew I was gonna. You have to fill in have this to part. Finish the whole yep. movie. Okay. So. Um, quick snapshot of Frankie's life at home. Not doing so well. Her uh, Maria's been drinking because he's not home. He she basically had to raise her like three daughters on her own. Um. Though they keep focusing on one daughter, Francine, because she's the one that's, I think she's the oldest, right? Even though there was one girl. There was one that looked like she was like 26 years old (laughs) when he like left later. I know. So I'm confused, but I think she is the oldest. Um, okay, so they cut to, so. We can talk about quickly about the use of direct address. Mm-hmm. So the movie starts out with Tommy giving direct address to the audience. Yeah. Um, which is really weird for a movie. Yeah. They do it in the show, and it's obviously just come straight from the show. But having an actor on stage talk to an audience in a room is one thing, because you're all physically present. Having a a character address the camera. Mm-hmm. It was just weird. It was weird, but it... Honestly, it kept me hooked. Because I was waiting for the next time they were going to do it. Yeah. For those moments, you can't help but watch it. Because it's like... It's like the... Tr- it's like how direct addresses should be utilized. It's like... We have to tell... We have to relay information to the audience. Like, they have to hear this. Yeah. So it kept me hooked throughout the movie. And they started with Tommy. They transitioned into Bob doing it. 
Yeah, for a little bit it's Bob. And then for a little bit it's Nick. My only thing is that I don't mind the direct address. I don't mind the direct address, but there's one that bothers me in particular, and it's the one that Bob does when he meets crew and he's talking about how this was 1959, we all thought Liberace was just theatrical. Mm -hmm. I don't like that it's like, It's a, it's a present day statement, but said by a character in the time, still in the scene of the time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. That was the only one that I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Just take out the 19... I don't know. I get the, the joke. I think it was like, we had to keep this joke. Yeah, I think it was too. It was that decision of like, oh, this joke's too good. Yeah. And it's, it's very funny. I just wish that they had, like, rewritten it in a way that it wasn't looking back because the movie isn't looking back. Yeah, it's exactly, yeah. Like, it's not a memory. It doesn't start with the, like, scene of somebody being like, I'm writing my memoir. Yeah. And then, like, doing it. Because then I could really understand it. But that was the only one that bothered me. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, so... They start with Tommy giving the direct address, then they switch to Bob giving the direct address, then they switch to Nikki. So they're at this performance, and Norm walks in, and they're like, who are you, what are you doing here? And he's like, I need to speak to Tommy. And they go, anything you have to talk to Tommy about, you can talk to our lawyers. And he was like, no, we don't want to use the lawyer. Tommy needs to talk to us directly. My people aren't happy. Yada, yada, yada. Tommy is... 150? 150? 150,000 dollars. Last check, last time he checked, it was 150. 150,000 dollars in the hole. Tommy. Tommy. Patty! Patty! Um. On my own. Why did it in this way? Um. So. Yeah, so he's $150,000 in the hole. They do this performance, and during the performance, Nikki turns and does his direct address and he's like but this didn't start here this started two years earlier so they go back two years earlier they perform at a state fair in ohio yeah and then right afterward they get arrested they get arrested because the last time they were in ohio they skipped the bill on their hotel room yep. which like you do why um and i think it was like 25 dollars wasn't it? Or something like ridiculously yeah. stupid. It was a Holiday Inn. I don't remember. But they skip the bill, so they get they go to jail. And Bob loses his mind because he's the innocent one. Frankie and Frankie's like Nick. pissed off. Yeah. Nikki can't is just like over it. And Tommy just thinks that it's like hilarious. Yeah. That they just got arrested. He's like, ah, We'll get out in a couple days. No big deal. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so that all happens. And then, um, Nikki's like, I could have forgiven him for that. And then they go into a scene where you find out that, um, that Nikki, nope. 
Frankie and Bob have made a side deal with each other. That they were going to, like... That no matter leave. what happens... Yeah. If they decide to leave for any reason, Frankie and Bob share all the rights or something of the stuff they do on the side. Yeah. And Frankie's like, why would I ever leave? And Bob was like, I don't know. And then he's like, I'll have somebody draw up paperwork. And Frankie's like, no, we're going to do this a Jersey contract. And he shakes his hand because that's a Jersey contract. Yep. So... They're in the accountant's office, and he needs to get a check from the accountant. The accountant doesn't want to give it to him. We're speaking about Tommy. The accountant doesn't want to give him a check. He ends up getting the check, and then um, Nikki says something like, he's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to start my own group. I'm going to start a new group. Tommy's like, you're not going to start a new group. And that's why we keep saying to Nikki, you're not going to start a new group. You're not going to start a new group. So, he, um, so he's like, oh, and that's when he finds out about the side deal. Yeah. So he, fine, whatever. So he's like, I could have dealt with that too. But then it was, they kind of just showcase how it keeps like building up. It keeps building he's, up for him. He's yeah. in a room with Tommy and Tommy uses all the towels just to blow his nose like he's like a pig. Blah, 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 blah. Microaggressions. Microaggressions, yes. So, fast forward back to that performance. They finish their performance and Frankie decides that he's gonna fix this by going to Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, who had told him if he ne- ever needed anything, he's got him. Yeah. And so he cashes in on that and is like, yeah. I need All right. help. Uh, yeah, we're, we're slowly rotting from the inside. He's like, what's the problem? Tommy's $150,000 in the hole. And then um, Norm is like, actually... Well, that's uh, the next scene. So they're all at... All in the mansion. house. Like, Italian chateau or yeah. whatever. So they're all at his villa. And, um... Norm. Norm, they, they ask him how much he's in the hole. And he's like, I just checked. He's $162,000 in the hole. So Norm and Christopher Walken go on a little walk in order to, like, sort things out, see what they can do, blah, 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 blah. Um, why is this person going 10 miles an hour? If you're gonna go on the exit, go on the, oh, because there's three of them. Um, so, they go to work it out, and the boys start fighting, and, and then, he, well, Nikki, ta- like, freaks the fuck out. Yeah, well, first of because Frankie's like, great, okay, is that all we need to pay for? And then Tommy's like, yeah, pretty much. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, Is there well, anything you haven't told us? Yeah, he was like, well, I mean, like, I've, I've been tax evading, too. I've been FYI. borrowing from our tax account. And FYI. He's like, how much? Half a mil. Half a, a million. million dollars. So, plus that, 
That's $662,000 that he is in the hole. In 1960 money, so like... Which is like $3 billion, <laughs> yeah. essentially. Um, that's essentially the United States deficit. So... I was gonna make that joke. Haha. So, he... Frankie says, that's fine, we're gonna take it on for him. We, we're a group, we're gonna go down as a group. Group, group, yeah, group. like I'll agree. To oh, this group. is beautiful. This is Lake Jessup. This is stunning. It's a big ass lake. We should go swimming and this is really get eaten by alligators. No. This is very pretty, though. Thank you. So, <laughs> so yeah, Nikki finally loses it. He's like, I can't do this anymore. He, Tommy, you're a terrible person. You're a slob. You're a pig. You are ruining our careers. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. I quit. So, Nikki quits. And like, then... Um, drives off in his convertible. Drives off in his convertible. And Tommy has to go live in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Because, okay, apparently... The only way that Norm, the Lone Shark, and his people will let him... They want to send a message. They want to send a message. They're like, so you're going to be exiled in Las Vegas, where we know you won't get in any trouble. Okay. Well, it's not that. I think they're stationed out of Vegas. Yeah, so, so that's like, where keep they an can eye keep on an him. eye on him. He can't do anything. He can't, like... He can't go anywhere. He can't leave He can't out. hustle because it's, like, their territory. Yeah. So Tommy is exiled in Vegas, and Frankie basically, is, it's Frankie and Bob that are left, and they're just like, well, we're just going to keep doing this, and I'll just keep performing until we pay off this debt. So Frankie goes solo, and pretty much just tours the shit out of America. Yeah. Like he just goes from, like, bar to bar, club to club, completely, like... Of anything, and like anything he can get. Anything his hands he can on. do. Gas station, the the Seven Eleven down the street. Yeah. Um, uh, Bacoima, California County Prison. Yeah. Um, like doing any, it all. Doing it all. And they pay him, and then they he's like saving the money. Yeah. So while all this is happening, while he's literally working just to pay Tommy's debt, which is which truly is truly shocking. Truly shocking, and just like. Also, it's, like, it's funny because like he's the executive producer, so he's like, "This is how I want this story to be told." I want this that story I, to show that, that I, I saved us. I am the reason he is not dead and like shot and like in a barrel somewhere, yeah. <laughs> chopped up in pieces. Um. So they go through that. Meanwhile, his family life is shit. So he's walked out. Or not walked out. He's been kicked out, walked out. But he's yeah. done it all. Yeah. They do not live together anymore. He nope. started dating this newspaper girl. Remember? Yeah. Detroit? Yes. This is when the I was head. resting my eyes. Great. <laughs> so he started... Um, you can get a 49. Fornicating with... Exit 49? Yes. Okay. He started fornicating with... Um, the newspaper reporter from Detroit. Yep. But then she walks out on him because she's like, 
I'm never going to be the first in line. It's always going to be Tommy or Bobby or Francine, your daughter. Or Fran. No, she just She only lists the boys. Okay. Because I think so she. So it's like the career. You're always going to pick. You're always going to. Yeah. Yeah. Over me. Blah, 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 blah. Bye. So she walks out on him. So then the next scene or around there, they get the scene with. Um, Is it the phone call? Because she's missing. Francine's missing. Yeah, Francine's missing. So he goes home and he goes back to Maria's house and they're like having a fight. Then Francine calls from a payphone. And he's like, you need to come home. And she's like, why? Because you want to be a dad now? And he's like, okay. How are you going to do and, like and that? And then he was like, well, first of all, that was uncalled for. How dare and it you? hurt me. And I am hurt? I am your father. And I deserve more respect than this. Second, you are not wrong. <laughs> I have not been a father. I have not been a father. I've I been apologize. touring. And he always goes back to like, I'm providing for this family. But it's interesting, but what I think is interesting... Is he, paying for, is he paying alimony? Is he paying anything? I would assume so. Okay. Um, what uh, I think is what interesting, a saint. Well, what I think is interesting is that there's the scene where he's talking to the newspaper reporter. Yep. And he says, I wanted to buy my mom... Like, I want to get her out of the old neighborhood. Because this, that, and the other... But she doesn't want to go because she has her friends there. So now I look like the asshole son who makes my mother go to the laundromat because I won't buy anything for her. But it's really that she won't take she the won't, money. She won't. Yeah, she won't do it. Yeah. But it's weird because he's like, it's all about getting out of the neighborhood. It's all about getting out of the neighborhood. But he doesn't get his own children out of the neighborhood. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. He like leaves them there with Maria. Yeah. Just to like rot under her alcoholism. Yep. So cool. So, yeah, he tries to, and they go off in this little beast story of like, okay, fine, I'll try to be a father. She's like, okay, well. I would say it's like a D story. She's like, okay, well, I kind of want to like, I don't know. I so they meet, yeah, they meet stuff. at a coffee shop. You weren't, you were asleep. I know, this. but. Why we, are you even trying to. We are so close to the airport. Okay, I can get <laughs> but we there. Gotta, we got to park in the garage anyway. Okay, so they meet at a coffee shop. He says, what do you want? You want me to make you a singing career? I can get you a singing career. We can do this together, blah, blah, blah. She, like, looks not thrilled about it, but she doesn't say anything, which leads the audience to wonder, like, is that really what she wants? Is he kind of, like, forcing that onto her? So... The answer is yes. The next scene... I don't know. Maybe it's the next scene. I don't even care anymore. There's a scene where he ends up paying off the debt to Norm. So yeah. Norm, Norm's like, Death's thank done. you very much. Pleasure doing business. Bye-bye. They toast, um, it's him, Bob, and, um, Christopher Walken. They toast with champagne that he's done with his debt. He gets a phone call. He's like, oh, Francine calls me every Saturday at 10 a.m. and we have a nice long talk. And Christopher Walken's like, that's great, that's great. And, um, so he goes, oh, Francine, give me just a moment. I'm, I'm seeing some guys out. So he puts the phone down. He ushers the guys out, picks up the phone again. He's like, hey, Francine, how are you doing? And he's like, and then you find out that something's gone horribly wrong, blah, 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 blah. And then the next scene is her funeral. So she's, yeah. So, so that's she's dead. So that's solved. But <laughs> it's that not resolved, solved real quick. Because why? 
Like they don't They don't say why she There's died. a little it's just bit of maybe possibly an allusion to she was on she was like using drugs. Yeah. Um because there was like some creepy guy when she had run away. Following her all the time. Following her and they seemed to like know each other. Yeah. It was weird. Anyway, so possibly drug overdose. Yeah. Right. So, so he's dies. like, and he's like, oh, like how sad. And yes. Bob was he's like, like, oh, how sad, how, RJ. How very good. Such mourn. Very, very, very <laughs> depressed. Very depressed. Um. So then Bob. he's at a coffee shop. They're always at coffee shops. Yeah. He's at a, or a diner. He's at a diner. Um, he's at a diner. They call, or Bob walks in with a new song he's written. And he's like, I just buried my daughter. I don't want to sing a new song. And he's like, okay, but you, but you need to like move, not move on, but like you need something to help you get, get through this. Yeah. And I think singing a new song, just take a look at the song. Crew wrote the lyrics, I wrote the music. See if you like it's there's something there's something not right about it and I can't seem to figure out what it is, so let me know. So then the next scene he calls him and he's like, I don't think you should be modulating on this, blah 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 blah. It's good enough as it is. It doesn't need any extra like oompa. And they go so then yada yada yada. So they try to sell it to the record guy and he's like, It's not pop, it's not rock. It's like this weird mixture of genres and we don't know how to market it. So we're not gonna record it. And he goes, please, please, please. Bob's like, please record it. It's so good, it's so good. Just take a chance. He's like, no, blah, blah, blah. So then he kind of like guilts him into it because they've given him so many hits over the years. So he's yeah. like, fine, but you have to find radio stations to play it and then we'll release the single. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, great. So. They go perform in like a few major cities and through word of mouth they spread the song. And the song is You're just too good to be true. And take my eyes off of you. Are you doing um The Lauren Hill version? Lauren Hill version. You'll be like heaven and touch. I wanna hold you so much. And this time is alright. And I think God I'm alive. You're just too good to be true. Yeah. I can't believe you did it for that long. Yo, yo. That's my Lord. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Okay, so yeah, they sing it, and then it becomes popular, and then he f has this nice, like, scene of, like, him singing it in, like, a nice... In, like, a... Not a club? Like a... Like a ball? A, a nice event. An event. A nice yeah. convention. <laughs> yeah. She's at a convention center. Yeah.
he performs, he gets a standing ovation. Yep. And it's this nice the little... first one I think he ever gets or something. Or that how they make it seem. Yeah. And it's this nice closure of like, ah. He's finally after returned all of back my sh- on top. After all of the shit that I went through. Yeah. And so the next scene is a flash forward to 1990 to the Rock, yes. and, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it's all four of them reuniting because they are getting inducted. To the Hall of Fame. To the Hall of Fame. So they're singing together for one last time. For one time. last time. And they sing. Which reminds me of another musical. Da, 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 da. And then they start singing. Well, it's hard to say goodbye, my love. It's hard to say goodbye, And then Frankie Valley goes. Thank you, America. We stand here today as your Stop. three seasons, but there were ah, but there were originally four seasons. And then Tommy, Tommy DeVito comes up. That's how it goes, right? So <laughs> they go, they meet. They're all in old makeup, which is kind of weird. Yeah, they are all aged to the gods, Mama. Yeah. Um, wrinkles and all, wrinkles. wrinkle jowls and all. Yeah, so it's cute. Um, and then they each kind of do like this weird, like this little like direct address. Oh, guess not. Oh, it's the garage, I guess. Garage. Garage. So they each do this. So they all sing. They all do this like little direct address to the camera of just like a. So this is what's happened to me since the last time you saw me. Nikki's like, I know I had a family, blah, blah, blah. So I'm great. Tommy's like, I'm great, blah, blah, blah. Frankie's like, I'm great, blah, blah, blah. Bob's like, still super straight and super Italian. Yeah, Bob has moved to Nashville. Mm hmm. And he's like, fine. Frankie. Is still doing his stuff. Yep. He's like always still chasing Frankie. the music. Yeah. Because that's. I think that's the nice part about the story is that, like, it was always about the music for Frankie. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I mean, sucks that it's always one of those situations in, like, the stories where, like, the person puts their career before anything else, and that's the downside is they don't have a family, but he makes great music, so there you go. Um, Tommy lived is living in Vegas working for Joe Pesci, which is funny because he was the kid he slapped around. And he's basically not changed at all. Yeah. And Nikki is like married with he's kids. like he like has he like settled down. He like settled down. And he does this. He says this joke. I'm like of like the real reason why I left isn't because of like Tommy. Blah blah blah. Like that's not all it is. It's just like when you're the Ringo of the group. Like no, it was like that, he right? said he said he was like. The real reason I left was because it came out. It's just like, I said it, and then I didn't turn back. Yeah. I, like, didn't know that I was going to say it, and then I just said it. Yeah. But he made the joke of, like, you would do it, too, if you knew that you were the Ringo of the group, or something like that. Yeah, he made some a reference to So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I think he was saying, like, it's not... Yeah. I'm watching this woman walk with her... Ugly fucking suitcase. Yeah. Look at that hideous suitcase. 
And then, yeah, they do. Oh, and no, then a one they, night. How could you forget the beautiful? Oh, my okay. God. This so, is the worst part. So, yeah, Hall, Hall of Fame, blah, blah, blah. Sanovation, great. And then they go into the curtain call, which is they are in the sound studio of, like, uh, of, you know what it reminds me of? It's in the great movie ride when you go through the, like, mob scene and it's, like, all those, like, it's the, like, dark, um... Oh, like a dark... Like, dark alleys. Street. With, like, street, light, street lights. And they sing, Oh, What a Night. And it's, like, straight-up musical theater, straight-up curtain call. All the actors come out in the costumes that they were most famous in during the show. Yeah. They all come out and they all sing along with them and dance. There's like choreography for the first time. Yeah. Besides just their Besides like microphone their, like, choreography. Yeah, exactly. Besides their like American bandstand choreography. Like chore like backup dancers and shit. They come out and then they do blah blah blah. Oh what a night. Oh what a night. Bah. And then so they button the song and they're all like in this uh, tableau. And you know how like in the show, like in a show, you would be like, okay, everyone, just hold your last tableau for the button. Until as the, the lights fade. As, yeah. as the lights slowly fade and the curtain slowly closes. So they do that, but there are no curtains and no lights are fading. It's because just it's a movie. Because it's a movie. So it's just close-up shots of the different faces. As but, they're in hold. As they're holding. So you see them like it's breathing. So awkward. <laughs> it's so awkward. It's literally the worst so they thing just I've ever close, had they, to watch. They like in do close ups of like different characters as they like finish off the credits basically. It was so weird. It was just this weird moment. It was moment the weirdest of, like, moment of like Why am I watching these actors like, breathe? <laughs> this is the closest we got to musical theater yeah. in the sh in the movie and yeah. I hope to God he never directs another musical. Yeah, literally Adam was like, well, I was on board until this moment. It was so uncomfortable the last, like, <laughs> even the song itself was just like this weird, like they were all straight facing the camera. Like usually when a movie moves, musical does like a group of people singing on a street, like a la Hairspray, they'll shoot them from above Yeah. or they'll shoot them from the side. Yep. But this is like straight on like dead center looking at the camera all of them collectively together like an army of dancing fools and yeah. it was the weirdest thing I've ever watched like they were holding a tableau on stage yeah it was weird that's it but that's the end of the movie um you... I would say yeah uh, how'd you it's, rank it I would say it's probably about rent for me it's right in that rent area. It's in that rent area. It is, it's hard to, because they break the mold or like the format of the movie musical up for the show. Like they, they, they really filmed it more as like a film noir. Like this is like. like a, no, that's not what a not, film noir not is. Not noir. That's, what's the word I'm thinking of? Because, because it's so set in the like. It's a like biopic. Italian mob. So they kind of like... I would say it's more just a biopic than yeah. anything else. It's not like a... All the songs are diegetic. They're all like... Yeah, they're all like happening in the scene. Yeah, they, there's a reason why they're all singing. It's not just like, I have to break out in song. There's never really a moment. That never really happens. Until the curtain call. Um, 
So yeah, it's 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 structured more like a your like standard feature film rather than like keeping the musical. But the show itself isn't really structured like a musical. No. So I think they did a I mean it was very art like it was pretty to watch. It was very pretty. Because it was a very smooth movie. Yeah. Like it, if, Clint if, Eastwood knows how to make a movie. Yeah. So there wasn't moments where I was like, ugh, why, oh, like it's why so am I doing? Everything flowed really well. Everyone thought it flowed Even really well. Even the small little B, C, D stories flowed into the overall like time frame yeah. and thread of the movie. It's a solid um, screenplay. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to like need to watch this again to like just, because like this just takes me into another world. Like yeah. I was like, it's like. Fine. It's like oh, I'm I'm learning this nice story about these yeah. nice people. But I have it on HD now, so yeah. if we ever eighteen dollars, eighteen dollars. I will say my biggest takeaway from it is that like the, I really like the acting. Frankie was great. <laughs> Excuse me. Even after just like thinking about all of it, like he goes from the age sixteen to like fifty, sixty yeah. something, like solid acting. I thought that the acting was seamless. And then it's just to completely contradict Christopher Walken's, like, non-acting. Like, he's just like, I'm just Christopher Walken. Also, I just want to take a moment to say that he, again, that he cast brought the Broadway actors and not, like, big names. Yeah, because he... And it's just so much better. And all the singing is live. And that, what I liked is that... You remember when they did Les Mis and they sang live and every mm-hmm. they made a big deal about it and everything? Like, all yeah. of their publicity was like, it's live it's singing. It's live singing. And this one, there was live singing, but... It just it just, it just was. It just was. Yeah. There wasn't, like, a they big to-do to yeah, about it. Exactly. Because they were actual singers and it wasn't... Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, we, live, we sing live, like, anyway. eight shows a week. Yeah. So, not a big deal. But it was great. Yeah. It was really good. What was your takeaway? Um, that... That, that. That. Okay. That, that, yeah. Okay. And we need to finish. Yeah. Because we're finally at the airport! Finally here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is going to be so ridiculous to edit today. I'm but so sorry. It'll be fine. It'll give me something to do in the plane. Um, I would like our good friend, Patina Miller, to play... She'd make a great Maria. The wife. I don't wanna I that was But that's too easy for that's her. That's too easy. I would she like her to challenge. play Tommy DeVito. <laughs> like the hustler, like Cause it would be such a cool character for her to play, like to play someone that's like stubborn and ignorant in their ways that like, no no no, it's cool, I'm right. No, it's okay. Like trying so hard to be the tough guy the entire movie. When he clearly, like, needed help. Mm-hmm. I think Patina would do a great job doing that. Who would you want? I could Walken? see... No, I could see <laughs> Patina, like, surprise cameoing in as the, like... Diane um, Ross. <laughs> yeah, just creating her own, like, story. Side story, like, oh, and then they met Diana Ross. <laughs> no, as the, um... As the, um, the newspaper reporter. Oh, the one, the one that he sleeps with later on? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cute. Because it would just be a cool, like, 
also she was like black and to bring that element into it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is a good show for Patina. <laughs> I know. This is a good show for Laura Benanti. Yes, she would be... Oh my god, she would be great. She'd be all of it. She'd be she could do it. a one-woman show oh Jersey god, Laura, Boys. Laura Benanti. Jersey Gal. Yeah. A literal Jersey, Jersey Gal. Jersey Gal. A one-woman portrayal of the Jersey Boys. It's not the Jersey Boys. It's just... The Frankie Valley Jersey Boy Experience. Four seasons. Yes, God, realness. Alter Boys? No, that's a different musical. Is that about gay stuff? No, it's about like a Christian pop group. Oh. They're like a boy band, but they were like, we're not making any money. Let's do Christian music instead. Mm. It's Alter Boys spelled with a Z at the end. I know. Okay, so I that's... almost watched it on a mission trip. Oh, gross. And that's Jersey Boys. But we went to see Drowsy Chaperone instead. Um, my biggest takeaway from this movie was that white people stole rock and roll from black people. And that was the thought that I had the entire time. The end. Yep. So that's our episode. Thanks for listening. Um, email us the deep You know what? Just, you know what? Just listen to it. Just listen Just... to it. Just pretend this episode doesn't exist, but enjoy, enjoy it the for fact what it is. Which is garbage. Because it is... There's no humor in this episode. Kind of like there wasn't in the movie. There weren't really any jokes in the movie. Yeah. There was like the one Liberace joke and that was it. Yeah. Uh, We don't know yet what we want to do for our next movie. We scored a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it was a green splat. Yeah. I don't think it was that bad. I think it's like... It was made well. But, I mean, I, th- I feel like... It didn't really have a vision. Yeah, exactly. It, it didn't was just have like, like a... Let's just, let's just translate yeah. this show into the movies. Yep. There was no, like, bigger objective. Anyway, we spent like half an hour yesterday, when we should have been sleeping, to come up with what the next movie should be, but we really didn't come up with a conclusion. So we'll probably do a poll or something like what we've been doing and we'll do we'll pick two new ones. Yeah. Would you want to do an old, like a classic film? You want to do those two classics that we talked about? Mm-hmm. Either Singing in the Rain or The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. Which I'm not going to be on either camp. Yeah, I could, because we could do either. I can do either. It would just take so long. <laughs> oh my god, I couldn't even last this two-hour movie. We also watch it at 11 o'clock at night. Fine. Alright. Say your prayers. Say hi to your mother for me. Say hi to your mother. How long was it? It was an oh, hour. Oh, it was an hour. hour. It was 56 minutes to drive to the airport. Jesus. Okay, everybody. Bye. Bye.